Today's show is brought to you by Casper.com. Receive $50 towards any mattress purchase at www.caspertrial.com slash tracks. We're also sponsored by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a premium free 30-day one-game trial specifically for Trex listeners at http colon backslash backslash www.gameflyoffer.com slash Trex. Did you get that? Trex and the City is brought to you by the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more original comedy podcasts at foreverdogpodcasts.com. Now that's a URL. And if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe to Trex in the City on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating for God's sakes. Yes. And subscribe to us on Instagram at Trex Fashion. Is that what it is? Trex Fashion dot? No, no dots. Just Trex Fashion Like an Instagram. Insta- a normal Instagram. Like a normal person would say. <laughs> <laughs> Write us a goddamn review on iTunes. Or Just give us five stars. Give us Come five on. stars. Come We're on. worth it. Come on. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Where no podcast man has gone before. Welcome to Treks in the City, episode one. Woo. I'm Alice Wetterland. And I'm Veronica Sorio. And we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> this has been months in the making, and um, we're so excited to be here. Uh, we have no... This is it. This is the beginning. So everything's everything's yet to be... Discovered, yeah, mm. we're like uh, exploring, you know, where no woman, yeah, has our done spaces. before. Yeah, we're it's it's already vaginal, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're so happy to get this going with uh, Forever Dog. We got Craig. What? Why did I just say you something over there? Because we said Craig about we your cat. We did say Craig. I just, you know what? Wait, your you. your producer name in the studio will be Craig from here no. on. No, Craig. 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 Ensign Craig. 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 And today, you got your first bit. And our first, yes, feels so good. Oh. Our first uh, and our first guest. Also, yes. um, we are so excited to to Harold. Okay, I'm I'm having a hard first time. First Craig, now Harold. <laughs> Just say one name. You know right. who it is. Um, please welcome you at home because you can't not. You have to if you're going to keep listening. Welcome me, uh, Demi Dejuibe from Gilmore of Guys. Gilmore Guys fame. Yay. Writer for the Good Place, other things, etc. You can talk about them if you want to. I'm so happy you're here, Demi. Thanks Thank for coming you. here. Thank you for inviting me. I, the first guest, like that's an honor. Thank you guys it so really, much. It was important to us oh, that we show some love to the Gilmore guys and that we put you in front of Kevin. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding, Kevin. <laughs> He's on his way. Um, and, uh, so basically, this is the first episode of Treks in the City. Mm-hmm. And what we're doing here, which is kind of uh, inspired in a way by you, uh, is watching all of it. The Star Trek, The Damn. Next Generation, episode by episode. How many of them are there? Nine, seven nine seasons of 20 episodes. So, like, yeah. so we might bail halfway through. You no, never know. You never no, know. there's no bailing. Look, no bail. if we can do it, 
despite not really doing it well, you can do it. You did Thank it so you. well. This is like a torch passing that. of it, sorts. It is. We want to talk a little bit with you before we get started about your history with the show and our history with the show, since yeah. this is our introduction. Uh, and there's a previously unreleased pilot episode in which we talk about it, which no one will ever hear. We yapped and yapped. We did. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Veronica, you and I have not really ever known each other beyond the <laughs> confines of this podcast yeah it's true really i mean like in the comedy world yeah and but you know, around our our we have people we work with some of the same people and they arranged a play date with us and uh we like children like children <laughs> we're yeah. children how adorable we were wearing one piece outfits and <laughs> just on, a, on my lawn i think actually yeah, exactly That's when it was and we discovered we're both huge trekkers mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about your fandom or no? Yeah, <laughs> my fandom to. actually. Uh, so I grew up in Venezuela, and uh, the, most shows were like dubbed, just like yeah. Buffy and stuff. So they didn't really, you know, catch my attention. I ah. thought that was like not cool. So because you could see their mouths moving and not, it didn't match. So I yeah. hated it. Yeah. It's... So I never watched it actually, but I really love space, anything space related, mm-hmm. and then. A couple of years ago, well, like 2012, maybe earlier, I started watching TNG from scratch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the first Star Trek that I ever watched. And then, well, I jumped Good to choice. DS9 and then the rest. But actually n- never been religious about the first uh, Star Trek, the original Star Trek. Me neither. It's okay. So we're no, the kind I'm of fans. I'm not an original who, series. Yeah, though, me neither. At all. Yeah. We're the kind of fans who are, don't give a fuck. Yeah. about fan <laughs> shit you know um am i say bad words yeah okay. very very it's much your so. podcast it's, yeah you have to say them hell yeah so Damn. um and then i just couldn't stop watching it and eventually you know watching them in order you realize like oh this episode doesn't match the rest like and yeah. then you find out someone else wrote it or you know stuff yeah. like that you start noticing you know your character it's a fascinating show it's in a that fascinating way. it show. spans a lot of uh changes i uh i also have not been a, a, a an original series buff ever i've seen episodes of it but um i think it was a rejection of the like og star trek um fan world which is sort of like you know my dad's generation people are like oh, it's a, you know I, I i'm such a picard stan and the whole james t kirk world of like you know gut ingenuity it's just, it's so uh i don't know i find it off-putting <laughs> um and i need to watch I, I know original series is good sci-fi so i need to watch it but uh this podcast is going to be about tng and also the rest of anything else we want to talk about including uh the new star trek series when that comes out oh and my the God. uh terrible looking Seth MacFarlane show, which upsets oh, me yeah. so much, and I will use this uh, platform to openly shit on it. I just found out it's an hour long. <laughs> it's an, oh, it is. Yeah. Okay, that's a good, interesting, right? interesting choice. Uh, <laughs> that will inform Wait, my criticism. Demi, I want to know your relationship to the show. I've seen every episode. What? No, that's not true. Wow. Um, I so <laughs> like when I grew up, it, Star Trek: The Next Generation was one of those shows that like. I turn on the TV and it was always playing on some channel, so I would catch bits of it here and there. But I always was like, oh, it looks cool, but yeah. there's so much talking, I'm not interested. Yeah. And I just never really like got into it. And then I think when 
the first like the Star Trek movie with Chris Pine came out Whoa. in 2009, 2009 I was like okay that's the first thing I watched actually yeah, Star me Trek too. Yeah. that was the first thing that I was like okay this is Star Trek I'm into this and then like I was reading up on like Star Trek and people were like complaining about it yeah. saying that it wasn't the Star Trek they knew and loved so I was like oh okay what is the Star Trek you know and love and I went back and watched like some of the most famous episodes like the Four Lights one and I was like Okay, I can get. I get why this is cool. Oh, you watched that? That's cool. I yeah, I really good. jumped around and it was like, oh, okay, I get why people are saying that the new one is too actiony, but I still like the new one. So it was like, it was a lot of me trying to be like, okay, I love the new one and it's easy and fun to watch, but mm-hmm. also Star Trek is all about the writing, so mm-hmm. you can't just sacrifice that for like yeah. sex and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. I think this is kind of a choice between like when people are like Star Wars or yeah, or Star is. Trek, where yeah. like exactly. I I feel like I can't. <laughs> I'm gonna lose I'm my sorry, mind that if was you keep doing one. that. <laughs> I chose the wrong the one. Levels, the sorry. levels, the levels. The I get so easily distracted yeah. by sound. Me too. Yeah, it's a it's, nightmare. It's um, bad that we're doing this podcast. Yeah, yeah go on. <laughs> Pod, no one cares about sound in the podcast. They just want to see faces. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> just see. it's like this it's is, a visual medium. So. That's like you. Uh, you like when you're like Star Trek has too much dialogue. It's like when you're a kid and you see a book that has no images. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Oh no. Here Potter yeah. wire? No. Hell no. Give no. me pictures. Uh, but between like Star Wars and Star Trek, people like have you choose, and that's so silly because why can't you mm-hmm. like uh, Utopia and also completely complete anarchy of yeah. sorts? Yeah. Um, same with like old and new. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like two different things. You can like. Yeah, it. stars. The, they both have the word star in them, mm-hmm. where the similarities begin. Star Search. And some say in. Yeah, I want to start saying Star Trek or Star Search. Yeah. Are you a Star Trek nerd? Star Search nerd. And I, don't make me choose. We changed the whole show. We're just doing Star Search. <laughs> you know. I, I yeah I I mean in the in so much as Star Wars is a like a morali- morality play, um, every episode of Star Trek is in, in is is a much more complex morality play right where like it, we the, like all sorts of ethics are covered in every episode but as a series arc there's like the prime directive and there's you know some sort of um, code but it's that. But in Star Wars, it's sort of like everything's really simplified. It's like good versus evil over and over again, played right. over and over. Yeah. And that constant battle. And there's one side and another. And they just are always, which is something that, you know, everybody can relate to. But if you're into science fiction, you know. Yeah. It's like instinct and then uh, high yeah, yeah. thought. Uh, yeah. Both. Highfalutin. High. Wait. You're making me forget the word intellectual. Okay. All right. You get it. (laughs) The first episode. For the viewers at home, (laughs) adjust your screen. All right. I want to get into this because we have so much to cover. We do. This is the first episode of TNG. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're so excited. So (laughs) this episode. um, So basically what we had Demi do is watch the first episode. But the problem with. Uh, the first episode is a it's a two parter. It's a two parter. Yeah. Originally aired as two ep- as two episodes. I think. I think it aired as one. It I aired think. as one. Okay, so it aired as one episode, and then it was divided up into two for syndication. Yes. Listen uh, to the fans out there who are listening. Don't lose your patience. We're like not fact. Yeah, fans. we're not fact based. Yeah, we're chill fake news. Out. If chill you would calm down for it. one second, they you're, would. You're getting like very angry. What? And Don't it's... tell me to calm down. Are you kidding me? Relax. This is you always. Do this. You always do this, Don't Megan. Don't flip your lid. I'm imagining somebody's na- listening named Megan. There's definitely a Megan. Megan, out there. calm down. Calm down, Megan. Just pull over. You if don't you're see Craig have, freaking out. Megan, have. it's not worth it. It Megan. is not. It's not worth it. Is it is not. 
So Encounter at Farpoint. So it now it's on Netflix. So you can think about it. It's part one and two are gelled together. together. They're back just to pushed back. into one just blit like a movie. A, a, a in movie. a sense. Yes, it's a, it's a full movie. <laughs> <laughs> but so you watched the first part. You couldn't figure out what, what's your journey with the this episode. With this episode, I watched the first part, couldn't figure out where it ended, yeah. and then I was like, I don't care because I still want to see where it. You goes. gotta see where it goes. Good. Yeah. It's not a good one for the treadmill. If you're gonna start out watching, I mean, unless you want to be an hour running. and a half on the treadmill, yeah. which hey, unless Megan. you're trying to work out. <laughs> All right, your... <laughs> that's the torch. Megan, do whatever you want. <laughs> Look, if you're trying to work out your brain as well as your body, it's a wow. great one for the treadmill. It's huge. Yeah. I want to ask you what your first impressions were. Like, yeah. I'm watching this from from literally having, I watched, I watch it in the background when I'm like mm-hmm. right, uh, right. cleaning. This is like <laughs> something in my, you know, yeah. life. So what were your impressions? I, my first impressions were just waiting for all the characters to show up. And I was, yeah. I think there's a point at which they're all on the bridge for the first time and I go okay this is the Star Trek I know and then when Q shows up I was just like I think the first moment for me where I was like okay this is getting really interesting is when he starts shifting like into different versions of Americans through time and I was like okay he's (laughs) he's trying to tear them apart so I think immediately yeah literally immediately so my first impression was okay cool just everything I knew about Star Trek and then uh, it sort of got into the whole thing of the villain is right. like against humanity. And right. then I was like, oh, this seems like a very strong starting point for the yeah. very first episode. Like, where do you go from here? But yeah. it was. There's a lot of moments like that. Yeah, There's a lot a of lot. moments of like a strong. I mean, it's an epic beginning. With every right. first, like I, I wrote down the first first was the first time we heard the alarm sound, the like alert noise. I and wrote Picard that is like, I hate this. <laughs> I hate that noise. <laughs> Shut that thing it's down. It's the first time anybody ever hears that noise. And Picard literally is like, oh, that's so. <laughs> Shut it down. Yeah. Also, it's weird because he, like, that noise is like yellow alert. Yeah. And then he shuts it out and then he says yellow alert yeah and then he's like, <laughs> well okay <laughs> they figure it out later in, in the show that's how it works he has to name all the alerts as they come up yeah like he's like that's he, he has synesthesia <laughs> so so as the different sounds happen he's like that's just like a, a green alert it feels like a you know like an aqua alert this uh, one sounds the most dangerous but i'm seeing green <laughs> so it's green um the, the i i also i was also fixating in the first moments like the first moment uh you see all the characters or the mm-hmm. first moment that alarm sound sounds. Um, and the first thing we see when we start this episode is Earth yeah. from outside. That's the first image we see in the whole series. And mm. we pull away from Earth. Yeah. And then the epic um, space. Yeah. Oh, and this is, yeah. So this is like the beginning of the beginning. Of the, the beginning, beginning of right. the beginning of the beginning oh, yes. is yeah. us f- getting far away from Earth. Yeah. Right. As Which far is, as we can. And is that in every episode? Do they do that every... I don't know. But I, I was just like really wondering what the first, very first thing yeah. people would see uh, yeah, when yeah. they started the show. Yeah, because if you think about it, it was the first, in, the introduction of the yeah, entire yeah, show. It like almost feels like planet. a 
like the logo for a company you see before a movie, yeah. but then it just it's kind of like, nope, yeah. this is the show. So yeah, this, this is the show that would happen yeah. if we if we just kept watching the logo, right? Exactly, of like Universal. If, if, yeah, if we didn't, the logo never ended. If the well, who has the lion MGM? Like, yeah. just if the MGM Paramount. lion just like walked into the jungle behind them, and then we just followed, and then it. we just stayed. And I'd watch that movie. I yeah, watch that movie too. The Jungle Book, but it's always through the logo. Like we can't ever see beyond it. Now you have to get a, like a logo yeah, shaped TV. Too. Well, see, <laughs> there, that you got to wait for the rest of the um, description. So we we start this show, and I'm I'm a structure. I'm getting into structure stuff, but yeah. we started the show, and quickly Picard uh, mentioned like when Q, which is a villain. Shows up. Uh, and may I say what my brain said when he showed up? Go ahead. Uh, fashion intruder, like because he shows up on the bridge. <laughs> he's like dressed as a weird, uh, like a sex pirate, and he's like, "Hello!" And he's like, "Whoa, fashion intruder, fashion intruder." It's like a crucial outfit moment. So it is. I, I ah, think, verily. Yeah, yeah, and everybody's super shocked just on all levels, and uh, somebody goes to like blast him with a phaser because he's a like a horrifying fashion intruder. Um, like they don't even have a first officer they don't even have yeah. a medical like chief they don't have anything and then immediately yeah, yeah and i wonder like, i wonder if anyone is on the bridge thinking like is this the first officer like and then you know he's not so that's whatever <laughs> okay i think so so he moves through he moves through all these different outfits right? yeah definitely and then he gets to the yeezy outfit which is so cool it's like the 2079 20, yeah warrior the the drug addict yeah. soldiers, yeah. which is something in DS Nine later. It is yeah. okay. That's amazing oh, because really? the Jem Hadar. Yeah. My, I was fascinated with that because they often talk about the like uh sent the mid twenty first century post atomic horror era, the thing that happens in between when this show airs and when after it's us. based. Yeah, and they talk about it, but they they so rarely show any like imagery from it. Like if they go in the holodeck, it's never. It's always like in the forties or right. in the Shakespearean. It's always times. like things that we can relate to. Yeah, or yeah. the current day 1989 or whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's never anything in between. So we actually get to see during this episode, we get to see that played out, which I think is really interesting. Um, and the fact that the soldiers are dressed like um, Yeezy last season. Also, immediately he identified like he's in the 1950s like yeah. outfit and he Picard says 400 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So immediately this places us in 2350 right. or so. Very good. Uh, I did my math. Um, <laughs> that's what a nerd does. Um, uh, Vera has one of those like printout calculators. And she's like a, a CPA. It's with very all, loud. But it's CPA only like star dates. <laughs> You'll have to edit it out, out, but it'll, it'll be fine. Uh, so just to keep going with the facts, is, uh, this is star date 411-53.7. Uh, there we go. And then the next episode is 411-53.8. Okay. So I, already lost, I already lost. I already lost. And I've just wrote down a series of 411 She's got it written down. Seven, and I'm now nine, writing 7, I wrote a P seven, here and a Z. 53.9. Okay. Looks like a prescription. Okay. Those aren't numbers you wrote down. Those are <laughs> strange just, I have my own. I have my own methods. She wrote coordinates. It looks like the cornfield in signs. We're going to find out what's at those coordinates. Um, later. I don't know how you have coordinates for a circle with a line through it. So in this episode, so Q shows up basically accusing the uh, accusing accuse accu oh good that's, that's good accusing that's a good one. I don't know how to do those things <laughs> called puns. Uh, I really can't, I really can't. Uh, you'll see. So uh, he shows up accusing um, this enterprise of being of humans being the worst. Basically, mm. yeah. like you guys suck. Uh, so they have to prove 
that no that's not the case we're already we're not savages anymore and that establishes the universe where we're at where like humans have managed to overcome fear greed huge uh, huge component of the star trek utopian world that that we've come past conflict and i heard somebody talk about how gene roddenberry uh gave directions to the the showrunners at TNG that's like so humans don't experience conflict so you have to write all the episodes without any conflict (laughs) like uh okay that's all there is really difficult and they were like can we do this show again three more times yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah so immediately he sets up like what the show is gonna be forever I think you're bleeding oh I really am yeah what just (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna just suck my own blood. Concentrated too hard. This <laughs> is thinking of Our ensign doesn't know. Oh my god! <laughs> Humans don't experience conflict, so they create conflict within themselves See, on their is, arms. It's yeah, meta. It, like really, yeah. Well, well. Sorry, I asked if you were a cutter before we established. This if podcast. I was, I don't know if I should say that. Okay, <laughs> Alice. <laughs> Maybe I should cut so, that out. Alice, <laughs> don't double down. <laughs> <laughs> What? No one to stop. (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm licking my own arm as everyone's yeah. laughing. Okay. Q is... <laughs> Q. So it is the thing with Star Trek that because humans don't experience conflict within their own species, it's like they only have conflict with pe- other species? That's sort of what ended up happening okay. a lot of the time. Or like moral uh, conflicts in terms of science like how far to go to save you know a, a race versus like invading them for the first time right. Like right. when they don't know they don't have warp speed so they're not supposed to get in touch with stuff like that yeah yes. moral dilemmas and then but then that's why i think the new star trek like the new movies are so focused on the, the federation the like inner problems inner workings, inner workings and conflicts mm-hmm. so yeah. that bothered me so much because the star trek that i love is the one where the problem they have solved those problems yeah, they yeah all of that. the like moral quandaries come from like uh, others like they basically are like forcing democracy on other species without forcing democracy like wi- like they're grappling with the idea of like is our ideology the best because they've solved all the problems of like humanity and war so then they go take that like new like this is how the human race behaves we're like egalitarian and we have uh you know we we believe in like ideas and fostering education for for all and you know and then they like take that out into the world and other species do things differently and then they have to question their own evolvedness Mm. over and over and over again like Klingons are all about honor, right? So that's why Worf gets shut down at some point because he's like, go command the saucer. And he's like, as a Klingon, I cannot leave my captain. Yeah. And he's like, you're a Star Trek 
uh, <laughs> character. You gotta follow Picard. I wish they'd said that. Like, You're in a television show. You're, a television You're a Star Trek character. With Worf, it almost would be the most effective way of going. Because right. <laughs> he really sticks to his guns, literally. Demi, I want to know your impressions of like, so you were waiting for the characters because you remember them from like basically childhood background yeah in your in your memory i feel so like what were you expecting like what were your thoughts when they came out like plot for me it was never like the plots that i remembered in watching it growing up it was like oh, okay uh data is like robotic uh picard is very serious but he cares so much about his crew Worf is like assertive but also like it kind of feels like people either hate him or like treat him like he's a fool despite him always being like we have to do this and everyone's like no there's uh, so much of that yeah there's, there are montages in of, this, of no in this episode alone he like pulls a gun on the screen and they're all like what are you gonna do I like, <laughs> and i was like yeah that's and then good they point. actually spent too much time on that moment because <laughs> I have it, it was it was humiliating to yeah him. like it wasn't it wasn't just like normally they shut him down they're like no Worf, you can't <laughs> blast a hole in the screen thanks but this time they're like D- what are you, were you doing and then they stopped the action and then they, he was like no really yeah. what were you doing I have there it, like, I have what did queued. you think was gonna you have it queued up yeah because it's 47 47 let's just get into it because like we have so many more moments to cover we might as well just jump way ahead he, he kind of 52 like there, it feels like the, there's a moment i think where picard is just kind of like that was very stupid of you yeah and it feels very out of character for someone whose okay. whole thing is let's i love look, my let's people listen to it did you signal the hood commander Riker? your exact message bon voyage mon ami ah. <laughs> what was reply computer you're wasting time captain here we or go did you think i was gone lieutenant <laughs> you idiot do you intend to blast a hole in the viewer and then everyone just looks at him for a minute. So embarrassing. The purpose so of this is to test humans, Your Honor. And Worf just has to we stand must proceed there. In our own way. What is and think about what he just did? <laughs> like a dog. What is Worf? Any further delay Wait. and you risk summary judgment against you, Captain. Okay. Sorry, sir. Yeah. You reacted fast, Mr. Worf. But futilely. <laughs> I will learn to do better, sir. Of course you will. We have a long voyage. It's a low bar. (laughs) (laughs) You're rock bottom, so you can... Anything would be better than this at this point. Uh, Riker is trying so hard to be like, hey, man, it's okay. And he's like, no, it was not. You well, no, he, he was like, that was really fast. So, I mean, like, it was cool because, like, we, we didn't react, you know, because it's a screen. Uh, thankfully, they also, like, he also, like, does that to Tasha at some point. She's yeah. like, we're going to attack them. And, and then yeah. she has to the say, like, I spoke before I thought. directive for security on uh, in the Federation is different than the rest of the prime directive. It's just get mad and <laughs> try to do something. The rest of the commanding officers will stop you from doing anything stupid but just like <laughs> live really in your impulsive. gut yeah you know like, just really you know be very aggressive be the guy at the bar who's just had one too many and <laughs> is angered about morph most is things. always drunk but yeah. he also is also like sobers up very quickly as he's, soon as anyone's like you fucked up yeah yeah he's, there's a dad i have another Wait, wharf no more inside about my life okay Sorry. go ahead <laughs> do you want to get in no 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 wanna... no no yeah. come on let's get into it <laughs> uh th- 1355 uh where wharf gets said no he's gets... his first no i think this is the first yeah no. i think that i wrote this down this is establishing his character is this the one where he's like permission to take out the trash or whatever <laughs> and he's like <laughs> clean up the bridge yeah permission to clean up the bridge <laughs> yeah that's the one and then he's like yes 
And then he just starts emptying all the little waste baskets. <laughs> <laughs> all the ashtrays. Like, what if you idiot? Yeah, 1355. Yeah. You will command the saucer section, Lieutenant. Oh, there. I'm a Klingon, sir. For me to seek escape when my captain goes into battle. You are a Starfleet officer, Lieutenant. <laughs> you are a Star Trek character. <laughs> Make the mark, Data. I didn't mark the trash one. Yeah, that's the moment. Okay. Who's that guy? This is what I wanted to rando. say. I wanted to say we're in for a treat with the extras. <laughs> yeah. The extras oh, are a nightmare. My. This entire the, series. The entire series. Like the first ones when Q first shows oh, up, it's the elevator peak. opens and they try to go in and then right. they get stopped. And <laughs> look okay. at their their faces are like. <laughs> I made a note and we can't go to this because it's not something you have to see it visually. But when they entered the uh, when they entered the courtroom scene, we'll get back to this after our break. But there's a I would say peak 90s Renfest moment with all of the like uh extras oh, wearing yeah. oh and, and they're just got like one of them has a i think a parasol with no fabric on i it. wrote that <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's prominently featured yeah it's really a big part of things like so Art that like yeah <laughs> represents <laughs> represents i guess the horror of the uh post they all look age. like les mis extras they do all of them <laughs> it's so crazy and some are like chimney sweeps <laughs> or whatever yes. and then they make a note like data points out how accurate it is so we know that it's like like, that's exactly what it was like on Earth. But I like, wish he had looked to the camera and been like, very, that is what the future is like. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's very District 9. Okay. Um, okay. So we're going to pause and uh, go to an ad that we were have already recorded definitely in the future past. Here's the thing. Ads on podcasts. It's already, it's an established thing, right? So like people do ads all the time. And like you might be tempted to just fast forward through the ads. And I get it. This is the start of an ad. So I'm letting you know right now that you can fast forward through this, right? If you need to. However, I will say the name of the person I lost my virginity to at some point during this ad. So if you want to know that, you can just stay tuned. And uh, right now, I'm just going to let you guys know about Gamefly.com. I'm staying tuned. Uh, <laughs> so we're 8,000 games and movies, including new releases, as well as the classic games they're available on current generation consoles all the way back to ps2 gamecube and xbox did you know those were current i thought those were the current who generation did you have sex with podcasts podcasts Podcast. what if his name was podcasts his name was podcasts gentlemen i doubt it we're waiting instead of buying two to three games a year you could get an entire year's worth of the gamefly service and rent as many games as you want how about that guys how about that there are no late fees and if you like the game you rented you can <laughs> quote unquote keep the game at a heavily discounted rate your firstborn and gamefly will send the original game case and manual at no extra charge justin schaefer was it was his name and i had sex with him in a apartment building that was not his uh because i was going to college and i had already broke up with him and i just wanted to like lose it drop it like a hot potato do you know what i mean it was very like american pie games are shipped directly to your to you to your address not the guy who's apartment you have sex in with your high school girlfriend um including a pre-dust envelope for easy returns no contracts just like my <laughs> virginity and you can cancel your membership at any time sign wow. up for a premium 30-day trial just for treks in the city listeners at www.gameflyoffer.com slash treks again that's gameflyoffer.com slash treks you heard it here first wow. and i lost it I there first <laughs> stayed for that 
So since we're talking about mm. having sex for the first time, I'm going to talk to you about an ad, but I'm also going to bring it bring it right back. Oof. I don't know if it's going to work, but Oof, for you, the listeners of Treks in the City, Casper is offering $50 towards any mattress purchase at Casper.com mm. if you broke it. If you need a new mattress, if the Casper mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price for all of you poor people. I'm ready to be shocked. I am so shocked. You're shocked. I'm usually shocked. So this mattress got the right sink and just the right bounce for Wait. whatever it is that you're doing on Can that I mattress. Can I interrupt? Does it have a sink in it? Because what? that doesn't seem comfortable. The right sink Work. can be of help depending on what you're doing. What are you doing on it? I am boning not that much. It's oh. made of two technologies. Latex foam, sexy, and memory foam. Not that's, sexy. That's like data. It, uh-huh. Ooh, right? That come together for a life well slept. A life well slept is what I don't have. I need a Casper mattress. Is now the most awarded mattress of the decade. So oh. what are you waiting for? Didn't realize the mattress awards. Go so get one. There are mattress awards, and this is the most one of the decade. Every 10 years, a mattress is awarded. One mattress <laughs> will be awarded, and Casper was the one. This year. So okay. go get one. It's got the right bounds. How many times am I going to say it? Who do you fuck? Oh, I can't say it on the well, air it was yet. The same guy. To receive fifty dollars towards any mattress purchase, go to mad. listen. If you want to receive fifty dollars towards any mattress purchase, if you just broke your mattress, go to www.caspertrial.com/trex. Again, that's caspertrial.com/trex for fifty dollars towards any mattress purchase. Mm. I had sex with a lot of different <laughs> people. You saved it for the end. talk about your impressions of like every character when they first showed so up do okay. an impression of every character when they show like up. if you can do an impression of every easy easy let's D- go. done data. give me a care data. data data oh i believe that wow. this is exactly what data sounds like oh okay. my god thank you wait data was here a second okay so what about uh give me D- tasha yar that's not the earth that i wow. fought for <laughs> the earth i fought for didn't do the things that you Say the humans do. Uh, I am like for the listeners at home. Demi is full of tears <laughs> rolling down his cheeks. It's very right emotional. I, I wrote down when that Tasha. moment happened. Tasha Yar acting in all caps. <laughs> there was a lot of moments that like that Oscar on this episode monologue. Yeah. where people have to just like they just snap into. Okay, your scene is now. Yeah. It's like intro your character, like Troy. Oh, by the way, Troy. Um, so, what's your impression? Like, wh- what were your if right now based on what you watch? Were you like, oh, this is my favorite, my favorite guy, or girl? What's your favorite guy? I feel like it's Riker, just because he he like he is immediately so nice and charming, but he also seems like he's got a seriousness to him that it's like if shit hits the fan, I'll. I'll take care of everybody. With my baby blues. Exactly. Yeah. With his baby blues <laughs> and his beard to come. He calls uh, Data Pinocchio, which irks me. Like, <laughs> excuse me? Like, and then Data demonstrates how strong he is by lifting Wesley out of the, out uh, of the, out of the river <laughs> in the holodeck <laughs> where they're hiking. Uh, I don't really... This is something that somebody pointed out uh a weird discrepancy in the holodeck uh, technology is that when Wesley exits the holodeck, he's still wet and the matter created in the holodeck is supposed to be like special plasma that disappears when it leaves the holodeck. 
because there's other episodes that deal with that. So he shouldn't really be wet like when he exits. Mm. And I was thinking it's just because he sweats so much. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, sweaty kid. Holodeck, uh, like using the holodeck body. makes him very, it's like just, very nervous. He gets excited from all orifices. Yeah. And, Perspiring. Uh, yeah. Um, I think the first time I watched this, Riker was also like, oh, damn. Uh, this is baby Riker right now. Yeah. We're talking yeah. baby Riker. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm in love with him. It was like, I want to be this guy. Yeah. That's who you want to be. Picard immediately is nasty to him and mm-hmm. he kind of smiles about it. And then uh, he has him like join the saucer with a pan manually. Manually. And, he, uh, and when he gives him that assignment, Riker was like haughty about it. He was mm. like, Ugh. Did you watch that? Was that you in the second episode? Oh, We've frack. gotten right into Yeah, I know. Frack, did you say? <laughs> I went to right. oh, sorry. Oh. My early, early fave is gonna be Jordy. Uh because like I love the introduction of Jordy as like he's talking about his uh his visor and he's like, Sorry, I've said it a million times and then the doctor's like Crusher's like, Oh, so this is the, this thing makes you be in pain all the time? <laughs> and he's like, Yep. <laughs> And then she's like, well, you could take painkillers or have an operation. And he's like, nah, yeah. bye. And then I we're just for the rest so of remember, the series. Seven seasons <laughs> of pain. And yeah. crushing pain, everyone. And awful. he's V-chill about it. <laughs> Never he's, brings it up again. He's the chillest dude. <laughs> Which makes me feel like if he experiences other pain, is it just kind of like it doesn't hurt as much because he's already in pain constantly? Ah. Or is it even worse? Right, exactly. Yeah. Can you imagine if every time they cut to Jordy, he'd be like, there's just moments where everything's peaceful is like stardate and he's like "Ah, ah." i mean uh, we i won't let anyone forget that he's in pain (laughs) just every time you watch a scene just remember he is currently in pain (laughs) don't forget that what would happen if he like wasn't in pain like how would he just be walking around like smiling doing backwards like everything is great you guys (laughs) Well, they, uh, Jordy also, as you watch him throughout the series, like what, my favorite thing about Jordy is that he is like unable to accept that Data is AI, and he doesn't treat him any differently than anyone else, and he's always like perplexed with Data. Like they become really close friends because Jordy just is like he's just a dude, and Data's like I don't know what that emotion is, and he's like Data, he's like I don't know what a dude is. He just doesn't <laughs> react like to Data and the way other people. Oh, oh, Data must not understand this uh, human emotion, and Jordy's like. Ugh. Data, like he gets annoyed with him for not knowing it. And I, it's awesome. I love that Riker says, like, you're going to be an interesting companion, Mr. Yeah, Data, because yeah. he is going to be an interesting companion. And this also like introduces, like, <laughs> Data's, like, dilemma, where I spend the whole show, when I watched it the first time, I was like, he feels, he feels things. Yeah, like, very much. They play Spiner with... Spiner can't reel it in. All the time. Right, he really can't. All the time, they're like he feels and then you're like no he doesn't and it's yeah. a torture for me i Seems want like him to feel like he can turn it on or off right yeah. he's like an emotionally unavailable man hello yeah. high five over here i hello. also no it's okay. no, i'm, I'm okay. the man oh there he is. we're high-fiving the enemy that's why you're the first guest <laughs> uh, so i wanted to point something out that we talked about in the on-air episode uh mm-hmm. which is a troy a lot of fans say that they don't like Troy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because, well, first of all, she's a, she is an empath. So a lot of times they take her out of the plot just so that they can write 
without her solving the problem, right. which is right. a writing problem. It's not a Troy problem. And right. then a lot of times I feel like they just don't know how to write for a woman who yeah. feels. Yeah. So all the girl episodes are like, they're exercising or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and so she has so many dumb lines and I'll never blame her. It'll always be the male writers. So yeah. and I have a moment where uh, in 634, do you have it? Spend Let's watch it. Me. Go back whence thou camest. Stay with our heart. They've frozen a man. Okay. Data court medics. He's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> she realizes so that she always states the obvious. So we saw he was frozen when I announced it, and then he fell to the ground. And then they approach it. And she, I mean, maybe she was confirming he is frozen. He's not just covered in. But she white confirms paint. a lot. She confirms a lot. Well, she had to use her powers as an empath to feel how he felt, and he felt frozen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, maybe not that's only how he's he was emotionally feeling. frozen, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's unrelated. It's like unrelated to his current status. She's like, he oh, and now I'm actually stunted. looking at him and seeing. Wow, yeah, he is. It's also very funny that the effect for that person being frozen is like. It, it, it's just like they close in on Q's face, like making this weird scowl, and then it's like two fire extinguishers come up on a guy. <laughs> it's very He's, funny. Foam yeah, him. which is what a fire extinguisher is. It right. freezes things. Because uh, really, it like, makes it, it's called a fire opposite machine. <laughs> it's called a reverse fire. They just fire. call it a fire extinguisher for short. Yeah. It's called a reverse fire. <laughs> yeah. So I want to talk about Groppler Zorn. What a name. Sure. What a name. <laughs> what a person. What a guy. Right. Dude. Oh, Mophead. Oh, Mophead Zorn. Uh, yeah, he is a, an irritating, easily hateable man. <laughs> yeah, he looks disgusting uh, right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> and he remains disgusting looking. Yeah. yeah. And he's got really his, even his outfit has like, we should always talk about the outfits because I think whoever, I mean, that's one of the problems I think with Star Trek TNG fandom is that the fashion is... This show is so unbelievably good and bad, so good and, and bad. both at the same. I mean, it's so just tacky. like it needs re- its own recognition. So I think we should probably start an Instagram for the fashion of this show. I mean, and I just what it's going to be. But just <clears throat> Troy women. He's got his shoulders have these like incredible like rags tied on them, like mm. and they're knotted and then fall and like they, they drape down and it sort of like echoes his hair. And the guy was in the market it is has exquisite. this like, little rag with a little uh, yeah. rag dress. His locks. literally looks yeah. like a mop head. Like yeah. it's, it's just it's Grappler Zorn's hair, but gray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all the people <laughs> in Bandi, uh, which is the old city that has built this Farpoint station, ha- seem sad. Like they're just like their makeup is gray. They're like they seem like just weary, drained of energy, drained which is of energy. Yeah. A metaphor for what's happening in the episode, which we're not revealing right now. I don't know. <laughs> so this episode ends technically with uh, McCoy showing up into the spaceship as an admiral, which is forty six. Uh, yeah, minutes in. yeah. yeah. Uh, and he says that you know the Enterprise is a woman <clears throat> and that you should treat her right. So this is a uh, ploy for the uh, o- the original series viewers this is one of the like overtures they made to the original series viewers to try to get them on board which is bringing back mccoy and it made no sense because <laughs> he just showed up envoy. and then that was it he just showed up i guess to like inspect the station I but guess. he doesn't do anything and also it, it, it seems like a way to like keep he, he seems like a guy who won't retire 
you yeah. know, and they're just trying to keep him busy. I wish that the the part two had opened with like <laughs> an establishing shot of uh, the Enterprise flying through, and then Data walking out of her room, and she'd be like, "Well, McCoy's dead now." <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, okay, let's play. Let's it. just play it. <laughs> Here he is. Wouldn't it be great Data. If when you became like 65, you immediately became a certain race? <laughs> <laughs> you do. You, like the lobster. Okay. If that subject troubles you, troubles me. What's so damn troublesome about not having died? How old do you think I am anyway? 137 years, Admiral, according to Starfleet records. Explain how you remember that so exactly. <laughs> I remember every fact I'm exposed to, sir. He's barely restrained contempt. I don't see no points on your ears, boy. <laughs> boy. The boy is the so is so bigotry. No, it's so crazy. I'm an android. Hmm. Okay. Almost as bad. This okay. Is, all right. This uh, is the end. I thought it was generally accepted, sir, that Vulcans are an advanced and most honorable race. Yeah, they are. Vulcans are like a box. Damn of annoying at times. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, this is a new shop. <laughs> but she's got the right name. Now, you remember that, you hear? I will, sir. You treat her like a lady. I will, as I said. And she'll always bring you home. And she'll always bring you home. Does that mean come? Like, <laughs> I think so. What are you talking about? Yeah, she'll bring him home. Given the what he just said yeah. about like the like the whole like boy thing, I was expecting him to be like treat her like a lady. Sometimes you gotta smack her to keep her <laughs> yeah. in mind or something. It's like just very weird ending for the f- very first episode of the show. Did, yeah. did this? I yeah. don't know facts. Did this air at the same time back to back? Like we're watching it on I'm Netflix. Sure. I think the original first airing was an hour long. Like when it showed on TV. The night of the airing. That but then afterwards for syndication, they broke it into two pieces. Yeah, that would make sense because breaking it there, it's kind of illogical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're but doing... then would they illogical. ever have even aired it again? Because why would they air... <laughs> anyway, I guess they want to do this weird two I can't continue. imagine them wanting to air the second part without the first. I know. Though, so this, like, yeah. It maybe, makes no sense. Maybe they like produced it as two episodes for like cost reasons and we're just like, yeah, it's one. Yeah, yeah. It's, they might have cut out scenes too. Yeah. That, um, they might have cut out any oh. amount of super long pauses that people just had. <laughs> Which is a frequent thing. Yeah. Is Here's a question. Yes. McCoy is supposed to be Scottish, right? I thought he was. Right. And this is a southern man. <laughs> this is a man from like deep, deep Louisiana. Yeah. He, he hit that 65 <laughs> and immediately became old and Scottish. So or southern. Was, he like, did change. to your theory. That I guess so. At 65, he just turned something else. I don't Everybody, see no points on your ears, boy. It's like, <laughs> boy. Well, today is my 65th birthday and I grew older each day. And I asked how, what happened to my voice? Just sudden... Changed. Today I am a Scotsman and tomorrow I hate the Scots. <laughs> <laughs> I love okay. this bit. So, oh, well, okay, I want to point out more things that we introduced for the first time in this in this That's episode. Exciting. So exciting. First of all, <laughs> Imzadi. Imzadi. Yeah. Ooh, was, yeah, Riker's cool other name. Okay, we so. We never hear again. Okay, tell me, to ask. Ask away. <laughs> so Which, they know each other? Veronica's the in-house expert on the Troy. Yeah, they know okay. each other. <laughs> they know each other, this and is... Riker has a name that is not Riker, and is Imzadi. They call each other. You know, so like, you know how you're in a relationship, and you have like nicknames, like right. kitten, or monkey, or, or Imzadi. Imzadi. Yeah. Okay, so there's a, apparently a fan fiction mm-hmm. novel 
called Imzadi. Oh. Ooh. And it's all about that. I'm oh. here for it. I just imagine it being like Avatar for some reason. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I see you, Imzadi. It's more like Fifty Shades of Beta. This is going to have to be know. an episode that Fifty plays back to back, too. It's Stay good. tuned. It's good. They're it's going good. to. Megan, you're not going anywhere. All right. Megan, get back on the treadmill. <laughs> Part She's two's so coming. I'm tired. I don't care, Megan. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So that, that, uh, that moment was very sexual. And um, Picard does not seem to react to the fact that they're just when you introduce two of your um, he's looking straight to the opposite <laughs> he's like she's like we do captain we do and he's like great <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i feel like data and picard are switched in what i know of them at this point because uh, data is like being all sarcastic and yeah. just making remarks and picard's just kind of like you guys know each other Cool. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Yeah. And letting them like just be silent for and stare at each other for at a time. Minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Full minutes pass. A weird like, minute. So this is our uh, uh, this is Counselor Troy. She's going to be, and then they just stare at each other and stare at each other and stare at each other, and we hear their mental dialogue, but Picard doesn't. He just sees them. He's probably Troy just Troy weirdly crying. <laughs> He's probably just like this happens sometimes when I introduce people. It's fine. <laughs> he thinks it's him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, this must be like what I do to children. He's I'm like, oh, uh, help with that. So that's a okay. That's a point. <clears throat> Picard meets us uh, number one for the very first time. Mm-hmm. This is going to be one of those relationships that is like you know priceless in the show. Mm-hmm. But the very. I mean, he doesn't even say hi to him. He shows him a weird Such montage shade. of of facts. Is that in episode one? Can we talk in about episode that? one, it's the the montage. Yeah, because okay, he he goes upstairs and he's like, <laughs> he won't even look at him. He doesn't say welcome aboard or right. on board. And then he's like, we have to catch you up. And then they take him to a screen <laughs> and they show him images. A montage video from our perspective, <laughs> like the hardest in the it. episode we've watched. Yes, <laughs> so meta. And the weird. weirdest, and also like they cut to the weirdest moments. I wouldn't have if I was Riker. I would have been like, I don't understand what. Yeah, yeah. What's this? I would have been like, I need more catch up. I need from someone to game. talk to me about I don't, this, this video. He, yeah, and it would have been so much easier if somebody would have just gone like, "Here's what happened," or like given him a written report, which they definitely no have. time. <laughs> which they're they are the computer is logging all of these moments. Go talk to Data. Go talk to the robot that keeps track of everything. Have have what's Betazoid uh, transfer the information into your brain. <laughs> Apparently, she's able to do that. Um. So anyway, but one Riker's very smart. weird consistency, and I guess that they must have like later. They never do that again. I don't think, to my knowledge, probably because like, people were like, "That doesn't make sense." <laughs> I don't know like, if they ah. were. That's the cool thing about the time. This time, there was like not a lot of science fiction TV yeah. out there, so people weren't nitpicky enough in the beginning. Like they only start. This show created like the, a world of nitpicking it fans. Created so in the very beginning, I think they were just like, sure, just show them a video of the show we've all just watched. It's together. a weird like clip episode inside the episode. It's awesome. I it's wish very- that Riker had just been like, uh, Captain, there's some things missing. Do you perhaps have a previously on or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It does. It- and he's like, I feel like Picard would be like, I worked hard on this. I've been editing all night. 
Please, I learned Avid. <laughs> Please, I learned Avid. Do you know how hard it was to learn Avid on these weird wooden iPads? I had to delete so much software on the ship just to install Avid. <laughs> because it's like and so now we're old. Lost. Data only speaks 10 languages now because I had to use some of the RAM. So these guys have RAM. like, uh, for the first time we see like their little iPads that they have and mm-hmm. the little iPhones, like she's yeah. examining with like this yeah. little thing. <clears throat> All those things like did not exist at the time. Right. Uh, so this is pretty advanced like yeah. when she when that woman kind of like you explain like the technology or analyze the technology especially in the next episode um you can tell that by the time they created this they're like whoa yeah look at this. no yeah. joke so i went to uh seattle a few months ago and i ended up at this museum that had a star trek exhibit and Ooh. had all of these super cool things and i was texting alice about it and oh. there's one part of the exhibit where they were talking about this exact thing texts. Of, huh? Just kidding. <laughs> what? You responded to them. I know. <laughs> but uh, okay. there was a part of the exhibit where they were showing all the technology in Star Trek that eventually became like real, and they were saying like they had talked to people about it, and like things like the flip phone, like when the first flip phone came out, they were pur- purposely being like, yeah. "We want a phone like they did in Star Trek." Like yeah. the things, that's yeah. yeah, undeniably influential, which the, is so cool. Which is amazing. It is yeah. so cool. But now with our vantage point, we're like, what? Is that montage? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they created our future, yeah. and then we like we're like making too smart. fun of them. <laughs> yeah, we're like that uh, um, AI. That exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, I had that gave me a brain fart because I was thinking about another type of technology that like is there's so many advanced types of technology in this show. Then then there's they just depict things that were so far beyond, such as the like stationary computer desk mm. thing yeah. that doesn't move, um, and also. I think it's interesting that they have these that they didn't do in Star Trek, which they probably wouldn't have done. But those like weird minority report floating screens. Oh, yeah. Which I'm are have glad. Put, people have been po- have pointed out for so long that those would be useless. Like no one would ever use a thing where you had to swipe your arm. Right. Across, like, do so much work. Like, what like, if you just had surgery in your arm? Like, <laughs> thank you. I had a cast for so long. Yeah. Like, I would have been like, oh. Well, yeah, I guess I'm out of the loop. Yeah, I guess I can't use guess my I'm giant. You just gotta be like Jordy, just computer. do it through the pain. Yeah, but they do, they do create. There is a technology in the episode called the game, which we'll get to, where they have basically Google Google Glass. Yeah, that's yeah. like another type of technology. That anyway, okay, uh, moving on. So this episode, it's uh, not concluded. It's a two-parter, and it ends at a weird point where like things are <laughs> a little <bigot>. relaxed. <laughs> the space big. <bigot. laughs> <laughs> wow, I hate those other space people that are space not as Which, good. Like, not everyone on McCoy's ship was a Vulcan, right? Yeah. Why is he? <laughs> so There's just upset. one. I mean, why? Why is this? Like, this is the first time he's upset about right. it. Right. Well, this is it's one of my like, favorite things about Star Trek. Is that like it was created to be like about a society of humans that have been that have like elevated themselves beyond all prejudice, and then they just create other types of species of aliens that represent the stereotypical assets of like all of the like prejudices that exist right. like all the yeah. prejudices against all the different like made up things you know it's like a, they're like the ferengi like, they or, have these properties or whatever yeah they're very like about <clears throat> money about getting oh, stuff they have like yeah they're like and they and they like and there's several different like you know racial stereotypes. which one is the uh, species where it's like 
they they fight like their whole thing is they fight that Klingon. would be the, Klingon. Uh, the Klingon? Yeah. Okay. yeah 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 they have code of honor and but also the um the kardashians <laughs> <laughs> well the kardashians are the kardashians are straight up aggro the, yeah they're, they're they're just like they go they're there's like they're no honor and they're like no the honor. klingons but like no honor they're just, it's they're nuts just their main thing is they're super unreasonable it's <laughs> it's nuts how they all have like all their names start with the same letter even if it's like John, it's Kajan. Kaj- oh, oh, yeah. Kajan Kardashian. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Kajan. Kajan. Well, it's like the Kardashians, too. Yeah. They all true. start with a They all start with letter. a K. Yeah. And then, unless there's a Caitlyn, she departed. She did. Such no, a she's. I think she didn't think about it, but like how Caitlyn Jenner uses a C. It's like, why would you not use a K? She was signing the forms. was like, there, I'm Caitlyn. So I go with the K. And she's like, fuck. Exactly. Oh, like she thought she forgot to. She yeah, forgot. That, she's like, oh, that would have made after sense. After the cover came out, after everything, <laughs> after the announcement. She's like, no, it's a C. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Okay. If um, only I could change my name. <laughs> With impunity. <laughs> okay. Great. That was an excellent joke. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, what what should we live this with? I mean, we have this setup. Uh, yeah. We have Q. We have one of the biggest uh, villains or, um, I guess, counterparts to Picard yeah. in the whole series. Uh, first Thorn in his side. Which I, I was reading, like, this guy is, he's not, like, this isn't the end of him. He's there the, most of the series, right? right? Q will be back. He That's promises awesome. and he delivers. Yeah, yeah, he sure does. That's he's great. Because that guy is... He treats Picard like a lady. And he always comes home to him. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he hates Picard for not having pointy ears. He, uh, I think his Q is super obsessed with Picard. Yeah. yeah. He has a very sexual crush on he's, Picard. He's, a, he's like a great villain, though. <laughs> he's a great villain. Yeah, he's, he's like a very classic, menacing. He's a classic gay villain, though. Like, you know that James Adomian bit about, like, the, there's all these gay villains? No. It's like a thing, like a recurring, like, there's like... Uh, like sheriff, then the, there's like not the sheriff of Nottingham, but there's like a there's one in um Robin Hood who's like a gay villain. There's one I don't remember all. Is of it them. like oh, all the, the gummy bears? Obs- <laughs> there's a gummy bears. Beauty one. and the Beast. They made it like. Uh, is it like it? the villain who's like obsessed with the man and like yeah. for no, some he, reason he, wants he, the best? It's him? like yeah. it's like a way to keep him from being like any kind of sexual uh, or uh Jafar is a little bit like this oh, yeah. where he's like. It's the James Adomian bit that you can just look up. What's it's his really name? Um, Javier Bardem in Skyfall, who like pretty right. closely hints like to having sex with James Bond, and yep. he's like just like I'm going to get you. Yeah, James. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a strange archetype. It yeah. is, but it is. Q fits that, but in a special, I think like it in a very manly ninety because he's so bitchy. He's so, <laughs> he's so he's bitchy. So bitchy about everything. He's like, you're a fool. And he changes wardrobe multiple times a <laughs> <The> scene. <most. laughs> I mean, it's all about drama. He's all about that drama. He comes in in a flying chair with light, <laughs> with does. a light only in his face. He's I a mean, spot, yes. The, the theatrics of, of Q. And when he goes away the first time and he's like, well, we have to make preparations. I'm like, you're Q. You can, what preparations you would you need to make? Maybe right. just like freeze someone. Thor is like frozen in a I think second. it's just because he's so art directy and he wants to like get it right you know it's like amazing in that way i wish he'd been like we have to rehearse i, I mean make preparations <laughs> <laughs> i mean q is fab let's just he, he's he so fab he is i mean that outfit that judge a, outfit 
he went all in. It, yeah. It, and that, he looks really good in makeup. Like his does. face wears it really well. Like yeah. the it's the, the like kind of dead like um goth lip that's like very grunge. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm kind of obsessed. Honestly, that entire like kangaroo court scene is so good. Mm-hmm. I just I was from like even just the the thing it suggests of there was a united earth and then 300 years passed and it <laughs> fucked up and like just the idea of them not telling us what happened in that yeah. time just being like yeah you guys lost it it's so interesting to <laughs> I me know, I know. Yeah. but it's, it's great and it gets explored also later in uh, DS9 I feel like they yeah. talk about Earth uh, past what we know and how it like became a little like, and we're gonna cover DS9 when we finish with this in two months just kidding what <laughs> two if we months. just like, so quickly had to run through it's through seven seasons Ugh. we're gonna release ten episodes a day <laughs> we're, we're camping out outside that yeah, that court sequence <clears throat> is so also like so strange how long it is mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so, it's so, so long. long it's like a full well, Part. if you think this is the, I think one of the one of the scenes in which the most extras are ever assembled. So I believe they probably paid a lot of money for it, and they just wanted to get as much out of it as they possibly. Which is could. crazy because it feels so small too. It yeah. feels like they have like the corner well, of a room. <laughs> well, there that is a thing that they do because they didn't have like that extra replicating technology yet. Um, so there's like there's routinely like parties on the bridge or parties in ten forward where there's like five people. Right. <laughs> and it's like not. It's like a student film like, yeah you know how, <laughs> yeah. you know how like parties in the parties were always crowded in the 21st century like we fi- we fixed that t- i wish problem. they had said that just like <laughs> where nobody's really crowded at parties anymore it's now just, the- it's just who you want to be there they solve <laughs> they really solve the biggest problems of humanity yeah, yeah. Hunger, now that there's greed. no conflict there's no reason to celebrate so no one parties <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly that's oh and also i wanted to point out the fact that this episode is very enterprise porny and they all are but they really really they start with the enterprise i mean most episodes just because the intro is like that but they really show that saucer coming in and coming out yeah look you can connect it manually war bridge they just like i love anytime they show uh, like a part of the enterprise that's not the bridge too like mm-hmm. there's scenes where it's just Worf walking and like taking the deck down I'm just yeah. kind of like this is, I want to see more of this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. every yeah. every hall also like notice please notice the extra, the extras oh. in the halls because first of all the halls are only so long technically yeah. when right. you're shooting so they it's awkward it's, our podcast might eventually just be about the extras, the extras in this which series, is probably I mean, the halls being so short is probably why they're like, we need the old guy to walk very slow. That is a painting of a wall. He's going to walk right through it. Um, and that's another outfit moment I'd like to point out is his cropped um, bell bottoms. Bell bottoms. Thank you. And his meta- McCoy's, McCoy's oh. wearing a cropped. He's very skinny and he's wearing a cropped bell bottom in black with a beetle boot, which is very very now and then also this like incredible metallic lurex they use like a blouse the use of lurex on this show they must have had a deal in mood fabrics oh um, probably but <laughs> yeah. there is a uh like a lurex grandpa sweater that he's wearing that is choice the sweaters on display in this episode oh. are all are all very choice oh my god hashtag wesley so, wesley oh my god wesley wesley is the most His magic sweaters are like drugging people and raping them <laughs> i mean it, that's such a what? Alice. I Did she just? <laughs> Alice oh, Wetterlin, no. you can't do that anymore. <laughs> are you being, um, are you, be- yeah. is that your impression of uh, Dr. Crusher? <laughs> yeah, yes. Wesley, it is me, your mother. <laughs> Wesley, it's 
runs your mouth. I wish this fabric came in a different color. <laughs> your, your dad died. I know you know it, but I'm you can't go on the bridge, Theo. I mean, Wesley. <laughs> Yo, get off the bridge, kids. Oh, this is destroying Wesley. <laughs> his sweater Warming. looks like like a grandmother made it for someone who was three times his size. I know. It's I true. would wear it. It's so that was the style, fantastic. and it made me horny. When I, I was know. young and watching. He's a child. I well, mean, I was a child exactly. when I was watching oh, okay. it. Okay, he the was past. a perfect specimen of. Uh, Even young now, manhood. I see him and I'm like, he's a cute boy. Yeah, he's, he's a, a cute boy. He's a cute boy. Like if I had a, you know, but, a, a well, daughter. What do you think I'd about? Be like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. go on, date the '80s man. Yeah, when my niece turned like 13, I tried to slip her a. DVD of Newsies oh. <laughs> to be like, hey, slip it. This is me from your collection because it was like gonna be that was my sexual Wesley and Newsies. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> mine was uh, was uh, Hanson, Hanson, mm-hmm, Taylor Hanson, and before that, uh, Launchpad. McQuack. I had a bar. I had feelings for Launchpad. No, no, no. You? Oh, I can't wait to have mine. <laughs> oh, no. Demi, not I'll yet. I'll get there. I'll get there. Demi. Did you have right. a crush on any unusual characters? Kim Possible. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah you that heard makes it here. Sense. Kim Possible. Well, I mean, she's like hot. She's hot. Yeah, she's hot. Who's the hottest chick on Star Trek? On Star Trek? On Deanna. Deanna? I Deanna. mean, we're immediately uh, off the... Thank you, She's Danny, gorgeous. For saying something so nice. Uh, <laughs> that was perfect. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Demi you, chose me for a reason. I, your feelings are so horny. <laughs> Captain, I sense a deep horniness <laughs> from across the table. Is she German? <laughs> She's Russian. She's oh. like McCoy. She's also evolving. <laughs> in her Boy. Every character should just do a different accent every episode. Captain, it is my 65th birthday. <laughs> and I don't like other people coming to my party. <laughs> I feel At like midnight. y'all are up to something and I don't like it. Uh, so we're in the hour and I wonder like if we should have any conclusions or anything nope. to Bye. That's <laughs> Well, see you later. Well, Thanks I figure we should uh ask Demi if he has anything to any wrap up with. Uh, I just I had I'm looking at my notes and I was like, I'm going to make some notes of things that I want to point out. But all my notes are just variations of this show is very good. (laughs) Like I wrote incredibly well-written series. Picard is a smart man. So smart. Because he like the thing of the surrender. I was like in a first episode, I feel like they'd push it of like, we can't surrender. But his whole thing is like. I mean, I, I got to protect my people. I'll surrender, whatever. And right. He doesn't want to fight because he doesn't think it's worth it. Like, even the stuff of the court scene is so interesting because there's, a, like, the way they portray how barbaric this yeah. is is so good because they just, like, they have the, the guards with the machine guns. But mm-hmm. then, like, as soon as Tasha takes one out, uh, like, he was just kind of like, kill him. And I was just like, wait, what? Like, literally yeah. everyone is expendable. I was yeah. just like, that's great. That's yeah. such a good way to just get rid of it. Get across how evil and like ruleless this guy is. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's true. It's really good. I that, thought that courtroom scene was like a bad improv scene, but now you're pointing this out to me and I'm like, all right. Well, it's bad improv. Well, we'll see because we'll see so many very uh, hard diplomatic conversations throughout yeah. the show yeah. that mm-hmm. are so well written. And then this one, if you think about it, if you've never watched the entire show, yeah, you, yeah. this is like very strong. Like mm-hmm. I stand for what I believe, which mm-hmm. is a defining thing in Star Trek is like mm-hmm. we start we are standing for what we believe in and we're not letting I mean, we're not going to pretend like 
we yeah. believe in what you're saying because we don't. So they're like sassy right. in a in a very <laughs> yeah. well spoken kind of yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I Lots love that about Star Trek. So yeah, I'm glad you appreciated that. Yeah. So right. well, we'll see what happens in episode two. Are you Ooh, gonna finish watching it? Absolutely. I even just in talking about this, I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and keep binging them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Binge yeah. Phenomenal. Uh, it gets so much better. Uh, as they figure themselves out and Mm -hmm. also characters whatever they go through they don't like the writers don't forget it it's not just because you can jump to any episode for the exception that data i mean uh, that jordy is in immense pain (laughs) i I wonder if they forgot it they're just kind of like we're here to remind you it's part of jordy is is. constantly in pain but that's gonna be our we won't forget you know how jordy uh figured that problem out he was in pain the whole time yeah that's true (laughs) we're gonna say yeah um, all Chronic. right. Well, this is the first. This has been the first episode. Oh Thank goodness. you so much. Do you have anything to plug, Demi? Coming up, this will re- be released in July 2029. Oh, great! Uh, just kidding. So July. I got my third stand-up special. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Out on Crackle. <laughs> <laughs> well, Crackle still exists, so that's right. good. I, um, that's the best part about it. No, um, I have nothing to plug. All right. Any any other things that you want us to look at on the internet? Uh, or find, uh, you or, can follow me in July. Uh, in July. Hmm. We can follow you. You'll in July. still be uh, on Twitter in July. That's then. right. Well, Perfect. we'll see. Follow we'll Demi see. on Twitter at Electro Hopefully Lemon. It still exists. Electro in July. Lemon. At Electro yeah, they Lemon. might cancel Twitter. I mean, they with might. what the present, they might just be like, "Oh no, we <laughs> unplugged it all. <laughs> so we're done with Knock it all." Oh, it'll nice. take us a few four years or so to get it back up. Wait, how do you spell that? I'm gonna follow you at E L E C T R O Lemon. Oh, Electro. Yeah. Electro Lemon. I like that. It's like a superhero. Well, sixth grade me thought it was pretty cool. And I think it is now. Hooray. And so. if you've never heard uh, Gilmore Guys and you're interested in watching the entire series Gilmore Girls yeah. and watching Gilmore Guys oh, and yeah. then also Bunheads. You got 400 hours to spare? You got 400 hours to spare. Come listen wow. to us. Wow. Any there ad- is a nuclear... 400 uh, hours in. Are you like any advice for us? Young uh, ones? Yeah. <clears throat> you're like a million. <laughs> like... I don't know. Segments are always fun to come up with. Oh. Uh, get loose with it. Don't 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 uh, feel like every episode you have to make sure you hit certain things and stick mm-hmm. to facts and like keeping it like very informative for people because it's like you know people can read if they want to find out facts. Yeah, they're it's listening because they want to listen to you. There's Google. I mean, there's Google. Google it and Bing and Bing. There's so many Bing, of Bing them. around. There is. I know. Yeah. It's crazy that Bing's still around. It is. Well, there's this will be released in solid... July, remember, so we don't know right. for sure. So actually, rip Bing. Rip we don't even know what if this country's going to be. That's <laughs> true. You guys might be releasing this into uh, 50 different countries. We might be beaming it out into space. Right. <laughs> Which is oh, fair. my goodness. Actually, Why? we probably will be anyway. That's, that's technology. How well, work. that's how the internet, it yes. It is true. Okay. That's how radio so, waves work. Don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so racist. The aliens are going to hear that and just be like, what the fuck, Gwendolyn? It was fine when you did the Cosby stuff, but this is too far. Look, I'm a comedian, and you guys in space have to stop being so PC, all right, and so sensitive. Those social justice aliens. Space snowflakes. (laughs) Space flakes. Space flakes. You're a bunch of star flakes. Sound really gross. I uh, space flake sounds great. It does. Well, it does sound it gross. Sounds like a good cereal or like a bad disease. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have space flakes. Oh God. Thank We're you for having space flake. Thanks flakes. for having us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> this is yours now. You have to take. I'm over. your mother. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. All right. Bye, Demi. Bye, bye. listeners. Forever. Dog.
This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com.